Bob Dane, Executive Director of the Federation for American Immigration Reform, is with me. Bob, when, I mean, when your organization or when you perhaps speak with uh, prominent members of the Democrat Party in the United States Congress, do they give you any or your organization any indication as to why they want the wall not to be built, why they want immigration virtually unlimited and unchecked into the into the country. Are they talking to you about on altruistic matters like, oh, we, we just they have to be allowed in. It's not fair. Or are they just more pragmatic about it? We want those votes later on. What's the deal with those guys? That's a great question. First of all, uh, I can't tell you that there's a revolving door uh, in and out of the uh, Democrat leadership between uh, them and, uh, and, and Fair. Right. Look, uh, you know, ultimately, remember this, the Democrat, and I know you know this, the Democrats' ultimate objective with their immigration policy goals is, has been, will continue to be the systematic collapse of limits and enforcement substituted with endless flows of cheap labor and newly minted low-wage government-dependent voters. Those who don't have a lot of money, those who are dependent on government largesse, don't tend to vote for the party of big government, and they know that. But here's the problem for the Dems right now, um, and particularly for Democrats in red states and moderate Democrats, as, as few as uh, there are. I mean, we're in the middle of a deal right now trying to modernize our immigration system for the realities of the 21st century. If the Dems won't agree to any deal, if they keep moving the ball, they're going to have to explain not only to their own moderate base, but to the uh, DACA recipients and others, why they won't help them. And more importantly, Duke, they're going to have to explain to the American public why they won't support common sense reforms like stopping sanctuary Cities. I mean, this resistance by the Democrats to immigration controls is a pretty new phenomenon. Go back a few years. Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, and Chuck Schumer all voted for the Secure Fence Act, but they figured out that immigration, if left unresolved, or or better yet, which if they leave it unresolved, they can use it as a blunt political instrument in every election against the uh, Republicans. But better yet, if they have a massive amnesty, they so alter the electorate that there are so many voters, they simply vote for the Democrats and they rule in uh, perpetuity, and that's tantamount to tyranny in America. That's exactly what it is, and very clearly that is, I mean, the um, uh, Center for American Progress, uh, they had a consultant firm that put this in a memorandum, an email that uh, got picked up somehow, and they said that, you know, we understand that these people, these so-called dreamers, uh, or any other um, foreigners in the country are uh, uh, central to the Democrat Party's future uh, voting base. So this this is a I mean, Bob, what it comes down to is this for me. Uh, I've said this before. Number one, this country does not resemble the one that I grew up in. I am not opposed to change. The country must be stable, but it should never stand still. But by the same token, I think you have to look at what was the culture, what were the traditions, the laws, the language, things of that nature for the country that is the only one in history that put people on the moon. Uh, and I like the technological progress and the strength of America and our culture has as much to do with that as anything else does. Our language, the most powerful communication tool in the history of mankind, the English language. 
And I think that there are a lot of people that would like to see that changed, and they are trying to do so. Now, what is the, there are, there's a number of the so-called, uh, dreamers that are people brought here when they were minors, uh, unlawfully by their parents. And of course, you know, we're gotta put some emotional component in that and think, well, you know, what's the deal with these people? I mean, FAIR does not, you don't have any official policy recommendations or anything like that, do you? If you do, let, let's hear what they are. I mean, I'd be interested. Well, uh, look, I think the first job here is for the president, uh, who won office on this transformational issue of immigration, in order to put the priorities of Americans first. But all we have heard for months and months leading up to this DACA debate is DACA, DACA, DACA. Mm. Um, what about securing the border? What about ending chain migration, ending the visa lottery, putting in place mandatory E-Verify, establishing and modernizing an immigration system for the realities of the 21st century, stopping illegal immigration, reducing legal immigration to better levels so that we can protect American jobs and increase wages. After that has been put in place, and after we've been assured, Duke, that we're not going to get burned like we did in 86 and 96, then we can move to a reasonable discussion, a compromise of 690,000 DACA recipients who, even if we get to that point, need to be revetted because a lot of them have fallen out of status. But what the White House did uh, yesterday was release a framework uh, for immigration reform that overbilled us by 1.1 million more illegal aliens than ever imagined. Yeah. 1.8 million uh, illegal aliens amnestied. I mean, the number is so large. It really rebrands itself to any thinking person. It's no longer just a reasonable DACA fix, but a massive amnesty vehicle. Why did they come up with it? Do you have any any idea where that number came from or why they, they did that? It's entirely uh, in, in, inexplicable. This... Um, this deal offers, uh, it, it's a much larger amnesty bill than, than we were willing to accept or will, and it delivers far fewer reforms than, than we expected and, and that we need. And we, again, the proper sequencing here is to put reforms in place that assure us that we're not going to get the short end of the stick again, and then the next step, which even if we get to that point, is a very uncomfortable compromise for a lot of us, is to address the status. Yet this deal has it uh, entirely backwards. Very bizarre. The whole thing is bizarre. I, you know, I am so happy that the president is the president. The Democrats can stand it. They have a completely different vision of America, uh, than Republicans or just, you know, regular moderate Americans do. And I don't want to see my country transformed. In other words, as I mentioned to you the other day, I don't want to fly from Oklahoma City to Mexico City and not be aware of any significant difference. And that is a real, that's a, a genuine possibility if we allow the Democrats to get all the third world people in here that they want. Now, uh, are you doing Radio Row again this year like uh, you did last June? We may. If okay. we are, you're there if you're available. Uh, oh, uh, absolutely. That was wonderful. Um, it was terrific to to interview you up there that time, and also Michelle Malkin and quite a few other very very well known and the folks from Arizona 
who had had illegals coming onto their property, shooting at them, uh, new people who had been murdered by illegals, and the just amazing slap in the face, you may be familiar with this case, I think a fellow in Texas or New Mexico, an American, the illegals came onto his property, it appeared to him that they were armed, he shot uh, one of them, the others went away, but they su- the, the illegals sued the guy for doing that, and an American court held in their favor. Are you familiar with that? Do, or do I have those facts right, or, or what? Sadly, I hear so many of these cases every day that um, isn't it sad that that one sort of uh, gets mingled in with all of the other yeah. stories. Look, Duke, uh, you know, a sovereign nation has the right and the responsibility to limit immigration and control its borders. Sure. Reasonable enforcement of rational laws. I mean, immigration is no longer what I would call just an issue. I mean, that makes light of what is, in my opinion, uh, uh, and at fair, it's the most consequential phenomenon facing America. We have some real uh, tough choices here. It's the most transformational determinant of where we are heading uh, as a nation. Massive immigration is altering America in unprecedented ways in an alarming place. If left unchecked, the course is inevitable and irreversible. We were promised in the election we had a historic opportunity and the resolve of leadership to address this issue, and we will hold their feet to the fire. Good. Good for I'm glad somebody is. As Bobby Jindal said, immigration without assimilation is invasion, and I agree with that 100%. Bob, thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today, and you and I will be speaking again soon, my friend. Yes, sir. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.